Monday, friends, and Merry Monday, Merry Day After Christmas. I hope that you had a great Christmas weekend. We did it, Emmanuel. We're thankful. And Monday Night Rewind will go live tonight if you missed Sunday's message. We finished yesterday the series, uh, The Happiest Christmas, Four Secrets to a Merry Life. And we're just lifting the principles of celebration out of the gospel story as it is enfolded in the Christmas story. And uh, tremendously helpful. I hope that you will catch up if you didn't if you didn't catch it with us. And I do hope that you had a great Christmas. We are in Psalm 68. We left off Monday looking at the third paragraph, beginning in verse 22. I think it's the third paragraph. Yeah. No, it's the fourth paragraph. One, two, three, four. <clears throat> um, so we did a flyby out of this paragraph. And I think we left off around verse 25-ish, 26. Um, where we're seeing a processional, essentially a parade of victory, where God is establishing himself in Jerusalem. So you, you could say there's something to this that is historical, first of all, because events like this have happened in Israel's history, but it's also um, futuristic. It's also prophetic because we are waiting in, in, in many respects, we're, we're waiting for the culmination of these events. God reigning from his hill um, and bringing about final victory. So we read yesterday or uh, Friday about God bringing people from the depths of the sea back from death, resurrection. Um, we, we talked about traveling through victory as our God is before us and he is conquering the enemies out in front of us and uh, we're walking home, dipping our feet in the blood of the enemies. The victory is so comprehensive. Verse 24 um, they have seen thy goings or, or, or your, your exploits, God, your victories, your accomplishments, and your, the, the, the trail you're blazing, O God. Even the goings of my God, my King, in or toward the sanctuary. Verse 25, the singers went before. Now, here's the processional. The singers went before. The players on instruments followed after. Among them were the damsels playing, or after them were the damsels playing with timbrels. Bless ye God in the congregations, even the Lord from the fountain of Israel. And the congregations and the fountain of Israel here are specifically referenced to those of the lineage of Jacob, okay? The fountain of Israel is the lineage of Jacob. So it's calling the nation. But again, bring it forward to the gospel, to the New Testament sense and the, the broader view. Um, we're adopted. We're redeemed by Jesus. And so we're grafted into um, ancient Israel as God's promised people in the church age. And so uh, we're called to do the same thing. We're called to sing. We're called to celebrate, to bless God in the congregation. We did that yesterday. Verse 27, and we, con we continue to observe the processional. There is little Benjamin, the smallest tribe of Israel that eventually got swallowed up in the tribe of Judah and their ruler, the princes or the leaders of Judah and their council or uh, their congregation, the princes of Zebulun and the princes of Naphtali. Now, Zebulun and Naphtali are the tribes all the way to the north, Nazareth, Galilee, where Jesus grew up and ministered. Um, that's why Isaiah said that in this region, the, the, the people of Zebulun and Naphtali would see a great light and their rejoicing would be great. Um, and that is what happened when the Messiah came. So Zebulun and Naphtali, the sense of verse 26, 27 is the whole nation. 
is coming together in a grand celebratory parade uh, following behind God. And in, in some, uh, to some degree, this is the end of time. This is the culmination of the Messianic kingdom. Uh, but like I said, there's historical fulfillments. There's present day applications and hopes that are alive in us because of these passages. And there's something to look forward to. Well, look at this next phrase in verse 28. Thy God hath commanded thy strength. Strengthen, O God, that which thou hast wrought for us. Now, this is one, all of them we can do this, but in a very particular way, we can draw a wonderful uh, personal application here that all of these victories that God was giving to his people, they were grace victories, they were mercy victories, and in that regard, they were gospel victories. They were of the free will and the great uh, triumph of God. And so it is in your life and mine. Our, number one, our salvation is not a victory we accomplish. It's a victory that God has already accomplished. It's a victory that Jesus, it's not something we do, it's something he's already done. He has already won the war, and by faith we are victors. We are declared victors before we even finish the race, or before we even finish the fight or the battle. That's why we're commanded to fight, uh, to stand, uh, to war a good warfare, to run faithfully, uh, with patience. Why? Because the the victory is already settled. Um, the, the real question is, will we simply run the race? Uh, God's not commanding us to win. He's commanding us to finish. Uh, and the winning, he's already accomplished through Jesus. So our strength, your strength today, your strength to get through what you're going through, to be sustained, it is already commanded. The release of that has already been commissioned. Uh, it has already been ordered. What you need to get through today has already been sent from Amazon Prime, from God's warehouse, okay? It's already on its way. Uh, the delivery has been issued forth. God has commanded your strength. And then the prayer, strengthen, O God, that which thou hast wrought for us. Just undergird it, God. Strengthen it in us. Uh, make us stronger in it, establish us. What a great prayer as we come into a new year. Now, the week bef between Christmas and New Year for me is generally thinking forward, dreaming forward, anticipating the year. I wrap up my calendar. I try to hear God very specifically on the nuances of, of leadership and uh, the many lives that are impacted by, um, by the ministry that I lead. And uh, it's not a light thing to take lightly. So I listen and I look for God and I, and I pray these similar prayers. God, I know you've already commanded your strength for the new year, but strengthen, O God, that which thou hast wrought for us. So let me just leave you here for today and ask you to meditate on these things, that God has a strength for you in the new year. He has a path for you to walk, a story that will unfold, wonderful things for you in his plan and will. Ask him to strengthen it. Ask him to give you clarity in it. Trust him forward. And have a great Monday. I'll see you tomorrow.